Oh my God, Jada, yeah. there's a gift. Do you see uh, that right there? Oh, oh, wow. oh my God, look what at that gift. Yeah. It's a oh furry ass, big pink box. I'll sit it right there. Do you here. think that it's a star for me? Let's see, what do y'all what do y'all think is in here? A star for me, Jesus Lord. Oh God, oh. Put your hand in and see if it snaps, okay. I hope it's porn. Oh God, oh yeah. Oh, that would be lovely, okay. Draw a drag queen's name from the bag. Make us laugh with your best impersonation. Oh, no. Gag. OK, this is the bag right oh, here. This everything here is bus. just gay as hell. Oh, um, Shay, you go first. Be oh, like, God. God. Who, who is guys? it? Who is it, Shay? It is. Oh. <laughs> well, let me see if you can. Okay. Oh, guess. <laughs> I wish I had a wig for it, but. <clears throat> All right. Excuse me. Excuse me, can I get an attitude check? Silky. Silky. Boom. I won't imitate her voice, but I'll imitate her runway walk. Tell me if you know who it is. Okay, uh-oh. Oh, me. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> who is that slow? Valentina. <laughs> it was Monet. Me? <laughs> I walk like that. Jinx, I don't know what this walk is. Here, let me show you how the Monet Exchange walk is really done. She walks like an auntie <laughs> headed to Harold's Chicken Shack after church, but oh, her shoes are a little bit too tight. Mary, after 14 seasons of Drag Race, countless franchises, and now almost through seven season of All Stars, the producers of Drag Race have finally figured out the content that is needed and appropriate and fantastic. During Untucked, which is games. Party games. Party games. This Party is, games. You know, and they've, I will say, you know, they the, the, the pink furry box has shown up in the past. Sure. You know, yep. I think we all There's remember. There's been games, yeah. The, yeah, the games. opening kind of uh, intro for Untucked for season five was, you know, Ivy Winters. Is she pretty? Oh, yeah. Uh, or, no. Yep. Or whatever. Ivy <laughs> no. Winters has a moment. Um, is she pretty? Yeah. Is she pretty? <laughs> no. But... I think it feels so much more like necessary this season because there's nothing to fight about. There's nothing mm. to talk about. And it's so like Montessori of like, let's play a game. Yeah. Yeah. And it allows them. I mean, we saw this in the workroom when they were doing the serial killer challenge. Uh, I mean, it, it just allows them to just kind of have a little bit of joy. Also, it's juxtaposed right next to a producer-fed line from Shay, right? You heard, I mean, Shay had no time to, like, take this line seriously. Oh, my God, Jada, there's a gift. Do you see it right there? Like, she knows that we know. And what's interesting is, like, look, if you want spur-of-the-moment content, we've learned from this cast already that, like, improv and just kind of being themselves is the best TV for them, right? Like, they don't need a poorly written script for them to shine. They can figure it out on their own. And so when we get to see them doing impressions, Snatch Game characters, essentially, uh, and having each other guest, even when one is bad, someone will come up and do it. You know what I mean? Oh, it was just such a great little segment. Well, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. It, it was... It was really strange to hear Shay say something that sounded so scripted this season. Oh, I see. Okay. 
<laughs> I know that's mean. I shouldn't. She is. She could squash me with her thumb. But well, I she killed that walk, and she had the great reference. It's just ironic. It's just ironic. Someone yes, who I has understand. maybe been feeling a little scripted then gets like the ultimate scripted moment. I think Monet's kind of response to Shay and also Jinx uh, was equally funny. The fact that she was like, what? To Jinx. And then when Shay did it, she was just losing it and then was like, well, I guess if all of the camera people are laughing, you know, I guess right, it's right. true. I guess it's true. And you saw the camera shake. I think one of our Marys wrote in about that. Like, you see the camera shaking. Oh, my God. It was such a great segment. It was so... Yeah, I mean, even there were even shots during this Untucked. I don't even know if this has happened before, but, like, that that went over the wall and you could see the lights in the workroom... I, I feel like there have been kind of like aerial shots in the past that you could kind of see the set of it all. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this for some reason, it felt like the first week where I felt like Untucked really clicked the season. Mm. And, it, and it felt like, oh, this was worth watching. And I, I like paid attention and it seemed really fun. And um, yeah, yeah, they figured it out. So uh, the whole Little Debbie's versus Whole Cakes Oh yeah, yeah, Big Debras. So, yeah, no, yeah, Big, Big Debra. Big Debras. Mary, Big Debra. I, I mean, please welcome well, to the stage, Big Debra. Big Debra. Well, and and how timely we just heard this conversation on Vanjie's Twenty Four Hours of Love because yes, yes, Marys who are not Matreons may not know that we indeed are watching Twenty Four Hours of Love. I have continued watching Twenty Four Hours of Love, and um, there is a similar discussion about about. Little booties and flat booties. So, yes, this the one. This one was just uh, just adorable, and her point was right there. She's like, you know, I've seen this is Jada. I've seen someone eat a whole lot of little debbies, but I ain't never seen anyone eat a whole cake in one sitting. You know, uh, you know, I never listen, saw Matilda. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I mean, I maybe it's a Matreon or an Only Marys discussion, but I have some thoughts on that are uh, Team Jada on this one. I mean, like. I love I love a birthday cake, but sometimes you're like I can't I can't get I can't with sour cream with sour cream. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like it's like sometimes there's just too much frosting, and you're like, oh god, I just can't get to the center of this thing. Anyway, let's. <laughs> let's well, Mary, on. we'll save that for nuance, but yeah, no, untucked. I just to kind of wrap a bow. I feel like untucked this week was strong because. The, the contestants were just it's going in a direction that I think Untuck needs to go which is truly like documentary style like where it's like B-roll it's like the camera it's like you know the big brother house with the you know or the, the real world house with the camera from above you know where it's not there, nobody's playing a scene Right, and and the, we see the producers. We see, you know what I mean. I want to see all of that. The producer-fed line is played as a producer-fed line instead of in being integrated as like you know. Oh, I suddenly want to ask you about your childhood. You know, right? I think that like why not just like have show us the producer putting the box on the table, and then the girls being like, "Oh, okay, what's this?" And you hear the producer say, "It's a game, play." You know, like I, like who cares? 
Like, just show it all. Show us everything. Show somebody having to go to the bathroom. Somebody, you don't, I'm not actually going to the bathroom, but like somebody saying like, oh, I'm leaving now. Like why Jinx was gone for the first part of the discussion. You know what I mean? Like show all of it. We, I don't know. I, th- I want to see more behind the curtain. And I feel like more people will tune in for Untucked if it's like that. Kind of like the season seven's Untucked, you know? Yeah, let me watch you go to the bathroom. I mean, no, what it makes Harry, me think no. of, <laughs> what it makes me think of is like Becky hey, Glasscock. <laughs> no, well, I guess that is true. That's the closest. You know what? I'd love you to do a, pa- a parallel yeah. of Rebecca Glasscock storming into the bathroom, and then Becky from Project Runway storming into the bathroom. <laughs> oh Jesus! <It's- laughs> well, there's also many top model uh, girls going to the bathroom, and then you hear them crying and oh, oh it's so storming good. into the bathroom on reality shows. Now that's. That's a discussion. Storming into the bathroom because yeah, they can't. They can't. The cameras can't go in there. Yeah, housewives do it. I mean, it's it, it going in the. That is a discussion. Is and I would I welcome the Marys to weigh in on the importance of the bathroom in reality shows. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's it's a it's a special safe space. It's like it you is. know, it's like when you're playing tag and you you hit the base. You know, uh-huh. uh huh. Safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're like safe. that. Oh, well. Uh, I think that means we should we should get into it this week. We should talk about the main episode this week now. Come on, suit. Yeah, come on, suit. You know, Monet did look very pleased when Rue walked she in did. this week. Uh, <laughs> not as exuberant as the other weeks, but I think pleased. Mm, she uh, was behind some folks. So she was. Yeah, she was in the mix. Do with it. Yeah, yeah. But, come on, suit. Come on, suit. Come on, Santa suit. Though I, you know, I also want to credit Monet. Is she's really keeping the the memory and the aesthetic of Principal Sky alive in the workroom. She's consistently wearing a robe with a different colored oh, belt. Oh yes, which is Very not a, well done. You know, it's not Principal Sky's signature gray robe because you know it's too cold in the faculty room. But I I just love that somebody is being the robe queen of the workroom. When this episode started, I thought that Monet was going to win the challenge because. It's it was highlighted that Monet is, has kind of not won that many stars. Her and Shay like haven't really done uh, any wins since the first week, and I thought that they were kind of setting up Monet for a win. So I was, uh, you know, not I was surprised because of the edit, but also uh, I wasn't like disappointed either way. But yes, I was surprised. In retrospect, though, it made that little interaction with Shay and Monet so much funnier when they were laughing about how, like, week one, we're just feeling our oats, mm. and then, and then yeah, it's just been right, nothing. Right, right. And like, Flop. Right. And, like, there's something kind of funny and charming about that of, like, yeah, we thought we came in, and this was our competition, and now we've mm. been nobody since week one. Yeah, Monet's, like, scheming and, you know, trying to keep her alliance going. It's like, it means nothing. It means nothing. You gotta win. She finally got the benefit of her alliance this week. Oh, she did. I did see that. I did see that. Uh, And it, well, you know what? I will say this. I don't know if it benefited Monet more than it penalized Jinx. Because if Jinx had that role, she would have won also, you know? Not yep. to take anything away from the Vivian, because, man, do I have a lot to say about that performance. But uh, Jinx would have – she would have shined as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she – this was less about Monet giving herself a great role that she was going to knock out of the park and more of just like, I know if you get this role that, like, you're yeah, guaranteed right. a top spot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think Monet wanted – 
a vehicle for herself to probably win. You know, there was also that part of it. I don't know how much of it was strategy against Jinx, but it's there. It certainly was there. It was like, or well, maybe from um, Trinity's standpoint, it was there. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we uh, Brew announces that they'll be you know uh, doing this acting challenge, this this ayahuasca dream of a script, which feels very accurate. And uh, will be directed by uh, Janixa Bravo. Did you see the movie Zola? No. Oh, it's actually it's it's pretty good. It's um it's nuts. But like uh, I was like, oh, I heard so. Yeah. I know who that is. I know you. I know that name. And I know uh, that name. It felt good to feel like, oh, I know who that guest is. I know why she's here. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I believe Rue when she said a list director, like. I she wouldn't say that if it wasn't if Jenixa wasn't like a you know a full fledged director you know what I mean well yeah as Latrice Royale once said Oscar nominee Jennifer Tilly doesn't get any better than that it just did <laughs> it just did Latrice I appreciated the passive shade from Evie Oddly though when talking about Jenixa. <gasps> My God. And fuck it my drag. went on, too. <laughs> Michelle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle's like, fuck my drag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the, it was, she was like, she's the most committed person who sat in that director's chair. I yeah. was like, oh, Evie. <laughs> right? And it made me think, like, oh, let me they go. didn't I'm, cut that out. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking about, like, okay, so season 11 acting challenge, they did that, like, getting out thing that she won and who is who directed that i think rupaul directed that challenge oh wow uh and there was also the well the improv one with fortune and cheyenne jackson oh right right i guess rue and michelle probably tag team both of those but in any event you know who cares she was talking about michelle she was yeah. talking about- <laughs> she was talking about michelle we all know who she was talking about she's talking about michelle or, or carson or ross right like i don't know i just thought that was interesting that it was left in there granted it was all very positive things about janixa but well and every it was a compliment she gave i was like oof, oof, it, oof it wasn't inaccurate either i feel like i agree there was a level of of competence that we were Seeing from Janixa that was not just here. Let me do the line for you. Now exactly. make that. Yeah. Exactly. I was surprised. Maybe they cut it out. And we're kind of jumping the gun a little bit. But I, you know, uh, when th- there was the line that was eventually cut out of the final product where the Vivian goes, Noel, please, please, Noel, which is obviously a call to Barbara, please. Please, Barbara. Um, and I'm surprised that Rue didn't or they didn't show Rue doing the line reading because the Vivian wasn't quite. I know that Vivian has seen that movie, but she wasn't quite getting the cadence. But I wonder in, in this situation, Rue was kind of I don't think Rue gave any. No, she did give direction to Trinity. I take that back. I thought maybe Rue was taking a back seat to Janixa. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like. Viv knew her references. She knew where she was yeah, coming from. Absolutely. Absolutely. I and I wonder why it was cut out of the final product. And I think it's because it just didn't land. She needed to actually do that voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just before we get into the actual, you know, uh filming and, and whatnot of the challenge, I there's just a few tids and bits from the workroom that we need to talk about. Um Oh yes. So 
this is becoming really a um, I'm going to start a petition at this point to remind people every week that you need to be watching these episodes as if Jade Essence Hall is stoned off or gored. It really just it's a whole new level. It's a whole new lens. It's the Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon. And I thought I'd give everybody just a little audio example of that I'm not talking out my ass. And I think she's sharing with Evie this week. And so as they're discussing in the workroom, uh, this is this is the most stoned conversation I've heard uh, since the last one I had, probably. This is such a tight race, and yeah. it's going to be such a tight race, I feel like, down to the last star. I have three stars, so I feel like I can see a way to the top, especially if I win another challenge. But, I mean, there are some really good actors in this group of people. So I know there are. There's a lot of this really This challenge is going to be difficult. I have to stay focused. Keep your mind right and your ass. Keep your ass right. No. <laughs> Keep your ass right and your mind to follow. But switchies. Shadiggies. <laughs> Just like uh, I'm obsessed into with Jada. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with Jada. Jada, oh God, Jada for the win. Can I just say that? I think I want Jada to win. Like, I'm just going to call that. I know Jinx is, like, phenomenal and is probably going to win. But Jada, first of all, Jada has three stars. Uh, she's got the strategy down. She's, you know, telling everybody. And Jada for the win. I fucking love her. Well, okay. Let's... I just need to breathe through not getting any of the roles I wanted, but I need to say now. And one of our Marys wrote in a really fabulous email, Sister Mary Mel, oh, that Mel B. really yeah. kind of reinforced what I was seeing and like made mm. put an important highlight on the fact that Jada made a video in Paris this she week. She made a video in Paris. She That's made a right. video in Paris this week. You're neurotic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm erotic. You're neurotic. Like whip <laughs> smart. Like Jada, Jada played the low notes throughout and <sighs> killed it. Like Jada was so good, and I can't hold it back anymore. Jada was great this week, and and I it's this Jada was Jocelyn Fox in the rap challenge this week. Yeah, no, that's what it is. It's not that I I don't think Jada like should have won this week necessarily. But she was doing everything perfectly with the role that she was given, right? Because the role that she was given was nothing. Right. It was it was just like nothing. It, there was no thought put into that fucking role by the, that the writers or whoever made the script, and she just created everything. Every moment was hers, and uh, you know you have to watch it a second time and and literally. Just zero in on Jada because there's a lot going on when she's on screen. Yeah, uh, she rarely has those moments. Um, oh my god, so good. Well, we will get to that uh, when we get there to, in the challenge. But yes, uh, it just I'm needed glad to you be set up. up front. Yes, that like yes, I agree. I don't know if she should have been top two, and I think that brings up you know uh, a question that we need to answer is well, who should have been because one of them definitely wasn't. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. I wanted to talk about. Um, well, speaking of which, I want to talk about Raja um, talking about the character of Scrooge, uh, Nancy from The Craft, Lydia from Beetlejuice, and how she's like, you know, a professional eye roller, which I just think is a really funny way to describe a character. But it's this line that just called to me when she said, you know, the characters, eight different girls I had a quote unquote crush on in high school. And 
I that reverberated so profoundly for me. I I I didn't have explain. Okay, I'm not talking necessarily about the goth girl being somebody I had a crush on, but the fact that I totally get the quote unquote these girls I had a crush on, Nev Campbell, okay? We're talking about uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Willow, Tara, like all of the women. And imagine getting a character and it's all of those women rolled into one that I had a quote unquote crush on, but I really just wanted to be them. Oh, I wanted okay. to be Mimi from Rent. I wanted to be her. I, I guess when she had said that, I was thinking like girls that she like went to high school with. And I was like, oh, but I hear what you're saying where it's like, what if I got to be Brenda Vaccaro in Airport 77? Yes. Of course. Like that's the role I want is Brenda Vaccaro in Airport 77. Over Shelley Winters in the Poseidon Adventure, who I want to be in the Poseidon Adventure is Stella Stevens, is is Mrs. Rogo. Yeah, I mean, these are people you wanted to be, but you never, you wouldn't tell people you had a crush on them, right? Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, I have a crush on she- I Oh, Shelley, Shelley Winters. Winters. Ooh, no, I was too gay. I didn't even bother, you know? Okay, well, I totally got this with Raja, because, yeah, there is, there were characters we wanted to be, like Catwoman. Right. My parents could look at me and be like, oh, he has a crush on Catwoman. It's like, he loves that Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> John, John loves a Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> She's hot, right? She's hot, She's right? Hot. <laughs> She's hot, right? Uh, yeah. No, uh, I wanted to absolutely be her. I was her whenever I got into the pool. OK. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, of course. Well, because I could like whip the water like I was whipping a whip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I understand. I mean, listen, I get it. You need to you need to create the drag wherever possible. That's why towel dresses exist. Mary, yes, exactly. That's why pools uh, allow for all kinds of acrobatics. <laughs> so yeah, so I really appreciated that kind of idea uh, that Raja was bringing to Scrooge. Uh, it was yeah, very creative. Um, also during the workroom kind of banter trinity goes over and apologizes to jinx for you know basically playing politics and you know jinx has that moment with her which is fine but uh i just wanted to point out that this is a very survivor move well when she helped move the stray hairs out of jinx's face i was like Oh. oh you bitch that's the move. That's the move is that you mm. like, that's what sold me. I'm like, oh, look at you, Mother Hen. You're not just coming over to have the conversation. You're going to move the hairs out of her face while you have the conversation. Ugh. Trinity yes. and Jada are playing such a good game. Trinity and Jada are playing such a good game. I also wanted to give love to the Vivian doing Joan Crawford. I mean, basically her character in the challenge was... RuPaul doing Faye Dunaway doing Joan Crawford and I could not be happier Vivian if she ever was on Snatch Game again she should do Joan Crawford it was so well done she was you know what I really loved kind of getting into the the filming of things is you know it's the Viv and and Shay and their first scene together and Janixa gives her the direction of like taking some of the air out of the scene and seeing the way that the Viv modifies one from the Mm. other is really impressive I I think that she absolutely deserved the top two I think she was excellent in this challenge and um i loved when she yelled at rue for laughing i thought that was great oh yeah yeah yeah. she's like, stop it yeah. i 
I thought she looked so much like Michelle Visage. Mm, yeah. Did you yeah. get that? When Michelle pulls her hair back into a bun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, speaking of Michelle Visage, uh, Rue, if you're going to quote the quote, you need to quote it correctly. It's your ass is mint, not your yeah. ass looks mint. Yes. Your ass is mint, which is a it's it's so funny that RuPaul that they kept that in, first of all, and then. I, only people will get that will get that reference is if you listen to what's the tea and the episodes aren't even up anymore what's the tea oh has been god. scrubbed scrubbed mary oh my god violently violently um, scrubbed yeah yeah no she that's a that's a story that michelle visage told about some guy you know that was that uh, some I don't know Italian from New Jersey. That some Betty Boombachi oh, was yeah, dating. Yeah, 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 exactly. Your rest is mint. Oh, <laughs> so hot, so hot. <laughs> I'm so sad. I didn't know that they were scrubbed. I know. Now, I now like. Well, it's because of the pearl thing, Mary. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so if any Marys know where to find the episodes, because you can like go to the podcast app and find the episode, like the podcast. <clears throat> but if you click on one of the episodes, it's like, oh, this episode's not available. So all the files have been removed. But oh, I wonder where they are. I know. Because, like, I really wish I downloaded Bareback Betty. It is. Oh, my God. Rats. Oh. Bareback rats? Betty. Yes. Like, these are the Wendy McClendon Clendon Covey episode. Like, these are Oh, my are God. Yes. Classics. There's, a, a, th- there's that one of, of Rue just doing a monologue because yep. Michelle was late. Oh, my God. The interview with Bruce Valanche. Oh, my uh, God. The interview with Bruce yeah. Valanche. That's where I yeah. learned about cataloging. Ugh. Oh, my God. There was one, like, fever dream interview she did with, oh, was it, um, uh, not Diana Ross, uh, another big starlet like that. Shaka Khan? It was Shaka Khan. And it was yeah. like, oh, my God. What is going on in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Shaka, I mean, I remember when Shaka was a guest judge and mm-hmm. she was she was fully rufus she was just not there she was rufus she was rufus there we also quote cheyenne jackson and the rat-a-tat-tat is that from uh, what's the tea yes that's what's the tea mary oh yeah. man what's the tea is so important where's the tea that's what i need to know where's the tea yeah where's the tea where's yeah. the tea girl yeah absolutely well uh you know the second kind of segment with Janica and Rue directing was Monet's scene as Miss Key. Was that it? Miss Key? Miss no. Toe. Toe. Miss Toe. Um, I love this character, this art teacher. I feel like, you know, when we talk about RuPaul Elementary School, uh, this is a character. Uh, it's very Emma Thompson as Professor Trelawney in the mm-hmm. Harry Potter series. Yep. Uh, this kind of like free spirit, you know, would, would offer pot. Or edibles to, to seniors in high school, you know. Uh, even though that's bad, it's just like that character that, like, oh no, I'm I'm good, I'm cool. Uh, and I, you know what? I thought Monet did great, uh, and I wonder how the performance would have gone if she went on with that voice. I am so glad that RuPaul called out the Wulmana voice because it's. It it was like remember that snatch game when Vanjie was doing the Cash Me Outside girl and she like mm-hmm. first she started with this falsetto and then it she just went into Vanjie it was like well what are you what are you doing yeah. and I I think that 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 Wilmana voice is always a bad ingredient I think it's you're always putting olives in the in the recipe when you're using the Wilmana voice it just doesn't work 
I agree, unless you're a character actor like Jinx fucking Monsoon, Mary. I like mm. like Jinx Monsoon can do whatever voice or character she wants. Well, her version of Wilmana is so much more nuanced versus yes. like just putting the shellac on. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, right, right. And, I love that RuPaul says without sounding like Janice from the Muppets. Right. Well, like I love that in this version of Drag Race, RuPaul has to kind of hide the critique of like uh-huh. he has to kind of soften it up a little bit because I I think that they pulled out – I think Monet had a lot of fun with this performance, and I think she kind of threw everything at the wall to make this, like, funny with, like, cool teacher. And, like, you know, she did a lot of different things. She I don't tried know if her it, best. She tried yeah. her best. I don't know if it all came together for me, but I think she gets the Roxy Andrews Award for having a good time, and that's not nothing. Okay, okay. Maybe that's why I enjoyed Monet so much because, Mary, I – I'm going to kind of pull a Colin standing Trinity in the acting challenge of fairytale justice, because to me, Monet, like every turn, every line, I I think, I think did it and did what she could. And I, I was very entertained. I thought it was adorable the whole time. I loved her death scene. I thought that was hilarious. Um, oh, what was and- the line she says? She was like, that one did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I have the uh, lines later kind of written down somewhere. But uh, there was one. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but sorry, I just got distracted by looking. Um, there was one part that I know I'm skipping ahead to the challenge. But Mary, uh, this part. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> ladies, ladies, <laughs> knock it off. Uh, I, I, know, I know that mom. <laughs> Uh, that's McDonald's. Yeah. That's it's indoor dining at the McDonald's voice. Yeah. Mary, it's the it's when you're the nice teacher and you have to be mean and then you laugh it off to like soften it to hide it. Oh god, that that is all Monet's choice. Monet created this moment. She's like, "No, ladies, knock it off." <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was, and if you blink you miss it. And oh god, it was just it was understood. She knew that that's what would happen. I just appreciated it so much. You know, it's interesting because I we saw Jinx doing some similar things with her role of like trying to change the voice or to do the evil, the, the the Satan voice or whatever. And she probably would have done the same with this role. But I, in this situation, I would say Monet's kind of like that joke that like changing your voice joke Monet nailed way more than Jinx this week I actually think Jinx it was like way too much frosting on the cupcake and now we're not talking about big asses anymore it was just way too much frosting on the cupcake okay let's just talk about this then uh yeah let's talk about this um I I thought Jinx was gonna be in the top with the Vivian um not necessarily because I maybe think she should have won. So we'll get to there in a second. But it was just very surprising because she had nothing to do. And she created everything to do. She gets the Jesus Christ Award for Loaves and Fishes. Absolutely. She made a lot out of nothing. I'll give her that. I just think that, like, maybe it's Jesus because— Jesus Christ! G- yeah, exactly. G- <laughs> don't— don't, don't start! Do don't don't start! Don't don't, don't start! Because you know what's going to happen. Oh, it's happening! Jesus Christ! 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 Jesus Christ!
Don't ladies, start ladies, with me. Knock it off. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, God. Uh. Stupid. That's great. Stupid. I think we have it. Stupid. We got it. We got it. We got, got it. it. Stupid. Stupid. Mary, I Jinx was. Let me tell you, I did laugh out loud at the when you know the voice when you breathe in. Um, it's the you, Mother Marcos voice. <laughs> Mother Marcos, yes, yeah. Mother Marcos. And did you ever see Lost in Yonkers, the Neil Simon play? No, I've only seen Weird a reference. Cl- I've seen a clip on YouTube. Okay, I think it's Lost in Yonkers. Uh, so Mary's out there. Correct me if I'm wrong, or tell me what character this is. But the it's like the kids are like, oh, Aunt So and So is coming. It's so weird because she she does that thing where she'll start speaking and then she'll speak while she's breathing in. And then you, later in the play, you hear the, the the character comes and she's like, oh my god, it's so lovely to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what Jinx was doing when she did the Satan voice. So anyway, I just, just I, I laughed out loud at that part. Thought that was really well done. And yeah, I think there was a little bit of showboating from Jinx, which yeah. is probably why it might have rubbed you the wrong way. You know what I mean? Because I know that's something you don't like. Well, I, I think it's like, I mean, and yeah, it's like you look at Jada. It's like the total opposite. She wasn't showboating. She was just kind of like canoeing yes. down the river, you know? And it was, yeah, it was like, it was not polite, but it was like appropriately understated. It yeah. Was like, great. I'm not going to win this challenge, but I'm still going to have a great time and I'm do my job, you know? Right. Like, I'm going to do my job and be a part of this ensemble versus like, you know, Jinx even says, you know, maybe facetiously in the workroom, I'm going to just drag out every one of my lines to be as long as possible. And it's like... Yeah, you did. And, and, and listen, vocal fry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now you, you've put olives in the recipe all over again. Vocal fry. Yeah, you don't like vocal fry. You know, I, it got I, a little old. It got yeah. a little old. There was only one note whenever she kind of spoke, which is why I don't think. Uh, it, Jinx it, playing one note? Win. Jinx oh playing God, one, one note? One chord? What? But here's, here's my defense of Jinx. <laughs> My defense of Jinx this week is that, I mean, she, in a similar way to Jada, Jada's like, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the challenge the way that I should as a winner. Jinx tried to win the challenge when she shouldn't have. Uh, she should have known that that character wasn't really supposed to win. So, but I, you can't blame somebody in a competition for doing the most to try to win the challenge. You know what I mean? You so that's why I don't, I don't blame it. Yeah, I, I don't blame her at all. I thought it was – there were many times it was funny. Uh, yeah, I, it, it's – I probably would have done the same thing, but I think it, it just, you know, uh, it, it didn't team with the theme. It didn't blend in with everybody else the same way Jada did. Um, and while you don't want to blend in, you don't want to blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, I also um, – I think that Trinity – there was another take on this character that would have been even more nuanced and and given her given her success in the past Michelle you remember my porch I thought maybe like let's give her another take but uh I do appreciate RuPaul saying you love being dumb so <laughs> so every time I disagree you know you love being dumb that uh it feels like such a backhanded compliment you know what i mean yeah kind of like how she talked to jasmine kennedy or even pearl like there's this where 
it's almost like she's telling you something that she knows you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it It did feel very backhanded. It did feel very much a Jasmine Kennedy moment. Uh, and I feel like Trinity took it that way of like, okay. Uh, okay, fine. I'll yeah. think about that later in my hotel room. Uh, <laughs> got it. I love being dumb. Yes, I love being Rue. dumb. Yeah, thanks. Yes. <laughs> I please, have no future. Please, sir, I have may no I have job. some more? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Monet Exchange. Yeah. Absolutely. God. Yes. Um, uh, you know, before we kind of go into the challenge a little bit further, and then I feel like we can talk about the runway, um, even if that's like not in the right order, but I don't care. Um, People know. I, they watch the episode. They yeah, know what we're talking about. I just wanted to mention that it, Jada's beauty and comedy and sweet soul is all over this season and this workroom. Just some more praise for her because we didn't really get that edit on her season. So I'm happy that people are finally seeing all of this part of her. And it, it, it came in full force when she was talking about having the three stars. Just kind of like, well, you know, what would be the point of blocking somebody if you think they're in the top? I, just this logic uh, is just so charming to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that does raise the question of like, is barring a twist, and I think there's a twist coming, is like Jada... a cornbread twist, you mean? Well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's hope not. But, you know, and is corn. she guaranteed? <laughs> Go ahead. You love ahead. being dumb. <laughs> Stupid. That's great. Stupid. I think we have it. Stupid. I think we we have got it. it. <laughs> we got it like that's really why i love that clip is that we got it but um is jada barring a twist guaranteed a spot in the finale at this point how many episodes are left three four three challenges nine ten eleven oh three challenges um i well she's blocked next week yeah. so she only has two shots to win um i think Unless there's no twist. If there's no twist, Mary, yes, she should be in the top. I hope she is. I hope she is. Um, she wins it, Mary. I've said it. I'm saying it now. Like, I hope she wins. Uh, similar to how I wanted Kennedy to win in All-Stars 3. Uh, I hope she wins. And you know what? As I say every season, it's okay if she doesn't. Well, in the words of Jinx Monsoon, I've got my little fingies crossed. Mm, <laughs> so it's like what she said the other week of, you know, let's have mom, let mommy have hers before everyone else sees. <laughs> yes. I think she's doing Elsie. that. I think it's Elsie's. Elsie's and fingies. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also want to just note, um, I, <clears throat> I have to believe that this was like 80 yard in after, but when they wrap up the filming and Rue says, I think uh, Paramount Plus is going to be calling for this series. Right. I don't think that Rue said that in that moment. No, no, I think I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I think it was like, I think uh, it, it was like when Tatiana said the, the read about Chipotle and All-Stars 2 and they had to edit it to Mexican. Uh-huh. Right. No, you're absolutely right. This was added in because she probably said VH1. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can. Can you maybe... say the Lincoln Navigator? Right. Yeah, it, exactly. It was just like one of those moments. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we can maybe talk about it as we kind of get into, or we can talk about it now, but at some point I'd like to talk about Raja. Oh, Raja, Raja, Raja. We oh, need to get that on her. the soundboard. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, I know. I don't. I know. Why haven't we done it? Um, I don't know. Also, when I do it, oh my God, it's. Fantasia sounds so much better doing it. <laughs> Oh, well, it's it's not meant... Yeah, she will always sound better than... <laughs> Raja, Raja, Raja! Yeah. Like, oh, that, God, she's so good. So, Raja, you know... 
as they were filming, you know, when, when they do the scene with Raja and, you know, she comes in and she does her line and RuPaul, cut to RuPaul, Raja, you know, your swagger was so good. And I was like, once that, once I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? This is really schmackty. And so then they do the take again. It's really no better. And RuPaul cannot even look up from the script to force the line out from behind his teeth. I love how you sold your line, Raja. Like, wow. Like, because am I, am I being gaslit here? Raja was, I, you know, listen. I don't need to do the the disclaimer. I love Raja. She's great. She's amazing. She knows she is. But this week, this was not good. Wow. Wow, Bob. Like, um, like object. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who's not above your bed? Elvira. <laughs> Obsessed. I don't think I need to say anything else. I think I've made my point. <laughs> but I will. Yeah. It's very, you know what, Mary? It's very uh-huh. rock and roll, baby. It's very rock and roll, and it's very love oceanography. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a viral, man. Yeah. I'm obsessed. You know what? You know what, Mary? Here's the here's the deal. I I I I want to agree with you. I will agree with you in just a second. But I just want to put this out there as a possible kind of rebuttal. RuPaul, or maybe it was Michelle saying that it was very John Waters is a backhanded compliment. It's actually not a compliment because it's it's bad. And she didn't know it was bad. You know what I mean? And with that said, if you look at it that way, it totally works. Well, I thought I, I Michelle had said that and I and it was like, oh, is this a love letter to John Waters? And so I oh did rewatch God. it with that <laughs> lens. And and it the problem is it's a John Waters performance in a non-John Waters scene. And so it, it doesn't it doesn't work because no one else is doing that. And so it I just feels you. schmacky. Okay, nobody else is doing that. You're right. Yeah. Nobody else was playing on that plane uh, or in that sandbox. You're absolutely right. Uh, so, okay, that's an interesting rebuttal to my rebuttal. Uh, and then rebuttal to rebuttal to rebuttal. Uh, yeah. She said, he said, yes. So One plus two plus uh, yes. one plus one. Yeah. Yeah, one plus two plus one plus one. Um, and she get on with it. So she <laughs> says she she I, did I love Raj in the challenge? No, I was surprised that she won. Uh, like very much so surprised that she won because she wasn't the strongest. Now, her runway look was fantastic. The runway doesn't count this season. I'm just going to come out on a limb. Unless it's a design challenge, the runway doesn't count, um, especially because they're praising the fuck out of everything. So with that said, Raja probably shouldn't have won this challenge. Now, if she did not win this challenge, Mary, we would not have gotten that lip sync from her. Well, I I know. I mean, the butterfly effect of it all. But, you know, there's something about there's something about justice but and you know what we'll get to the runway in a second because sometimes i i'm I'm starting to and maybe this is you know we say we're going to put our unpopular opinions on nuance and then we just say them here so i'm just going to say them here sometimes i think raja's looks border on love letter love letter territory (laughs) it's so shady i do i think that it's like oh and i fall for it i'm like oh well this it's raja it's fashion it's way more than i understand but i'm like no it's (laughs) 
it, it's a mess. Stop telling me that it's too intellectual for me. It's half a mess, and and it and we're being told it's a love letter. And I I just go back and forth with like this week, for example, with Raja. I was like, well, that look is really cool on the runway, but like. Something tells me Raja, even in her description of it, was like, I don't know what this is, but they all think I know what this is, and they all are going to just say, oh, this is amazing, because they think I've got some higher concept that they don't understand. But I just kind of made this up as I went along. I'm not saying this is the truth. I'm just saying I could see a world where this is the truth. Mary, I, I, I totally got her runway and again this is why like you know runways and drag and fashion is all subjective but i totally got c-3po as like an older woman this like grandmother robot and i loved the mask i just thought this was great i think it was a cool look but i i don't always believe that the narrative is super clear and i feel like in another season Raja could be told, well, if you have to explain it, then it doesn't work. And I'm not saying specifically about this runway, but I think last runway, yes, when she did the 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 shredded look, right. And I just I think that all of her looks, the the magazine, the Vogue, you know, the the whatever that magazine look. Yes, there was another one before that where it was like. There's just a different, I don't know, scale that her looks are being measured on because I think there's an expectation that she's pulling from stronger references or skills or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out my ass. Mary, we can totally disagree. Totally fine. Totally fine to disagree. You have that opinion. And there are many Marys out there that I'm sure agree with you. I just, I think Raj is doing really well on the runway. Even last week. Yes. You could look at it as like, what is this garbage mama? Or you could be like, oh shit, I totally get it, right? It just depends on who's looking at it. So it's okay. You can say this. Don't uh, don't apologize for being like, whatever. I, I I gave you the horn sound because I'm just like absolutely not on my watch. <laughs> I got horned. And I oh oh oh. <laughs> well, I think there's and one. You know what, Mary? You know what? That's <laughs> okay. That's Thank okay. Thank you. Thank you. Who's not above your bed? Elvira! <laughs> Obsessed! Top two. That Mary, but you know what? Like, flash forward two, three weeks from now, that clip is still going to be funny. I, it's well, going to be funny. It's Elvira, but, yeah. But it's like yeah. in a new context. It's funny the same way. Got them ears on, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's also funny in some, like, some of the John Waters qu- Quotes and clips, you know. I I, I saw Don Don Davenport Davenport eating a submarine sandwich. Yeah, it just <laughs> you have to take it out oh, of context. Mr. Eggman, why won't you bring me my eggs? Right. You know? <laughs> well, I think one thing we can all agree on is that I think RuPaul looked amazing this week. I oh, thought she looked uh, really good. Oh, I thought you were going to play Michelle. Oh no, I was. I get in, I get into it, but I you know I do think that RuPaul looked amazing this week. And it prompted a moment from Michelle that I'm going to tell you, put her in a running for BSA of the Week. This made me laugh so hard. How can she be this gorgeous? After all these years, how could she be this gorgeous? <laughs> I have Bronx no... beat Michelle Massage. Yeah. After all these years, how? And, and it's before Rue even gets to like the end of the runway. Like It's so funny. It's so well-timed. Uh... I know it must be a quote, but I, I would need a Mary to... to... Fill me I, in. I'm. I wanted RuPaul and Michelle then to just 
do that scene. I know for for ninety seconds, and RuPaul goes, "What are you talking about? I just got this. You know, I just picked it out of the closet. I've yeah. had this for years." Oh no, but you know how great you look. I mean, you look so good always, but. You're just gorgeous. I can't believe you still look this gorgeous. Century you know? 21. Century 21. You dig around, you find a deal. <laughs> dig around and find out, you know? I love Century 21, but you are notorious yeah. for undercutting yourself. And I just take the compliment. You look gorgeous. Just take it. Just take it. You look gorgeous and you deserve it. You've had a rough year. Ross, doesn't she look gorgeous? She, look at her. she look has at had her. a rough year. She has look had a rough year. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, it was COVID. The COVID. She was in the house like six months. She was miserable. She, she got the COVID. Yeah. Remember when she got the COVID? Oh, she, was, she was she down was terrified. Three we weeks. were all terrified. Bedridden. I brought oh, her it soup. Was three weeks. I brought her. I brought it was her. Three weeks. It was because I it went was. through a lot she of. She didn't soup. get a smell back until I don't know two months later. <laughs> Spring. I remember. I was like, "Can you smell this daisy?" And she was like, "Yeah." I said, "I think you're cured." <laughs> it was a good spring. Right before Easter. Right spring. before Easter. It, it, it was, was a fucking miracle. Spring. And look at you after all these years. You're after all these great. years. <laughs> oh, let's play. How can she be this gorgeous? After all these years, how could she be this gorgeous? <laughs> anyway, thank you, Marys, for uh, going on that scene journey with us. Mary, this challenge, this challenge, this challenge, this challenge. We need to talk about some Vivian moments, uh, not just the Joan Crawford of it all, not just the little Easter egg of the Vivian at the window. Did you notice that when it she felt up like the ass? I felt it felt like a mistake that like Vivian it was did, in the window right? and it was like oh yeah. nobody focused on that moment. I thought it was brilliant. It was a nice little Easter egg. But one of our Marys brought this up: the Vivian using the rotary phone before oh. realizing it's a touched touch dial phone. Right? Oh my god! And, and then slamming you get her hand on it. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, like Chef's kiss. Yeah, I mean, and and that was, you know, it's funny because we were talking about, like, Raja doing this kind of, like, very, you know, artificial John Waters kind of thing. But I think Viv doing this kind of, like, ridiculous, I'm just going to slam the keys until, and that'll just get me the number I want. I thought that kind of weird choice worked. Like, because it didn't disrupt from the rest of the flow of the thing. It was just, like, an absurd moment. But I... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she, no, no. She, yeah, she yeah. just called in more absurdity. Yeah, uh, similar to you know the the bloody axe. Uh, if if I were to pick a clip of the week that's visual and put this in a time capsule, it would be the Vivian opening up the drawer, picking up the axe, and going, "Whoops, oh, wrong yeah. drawer," and then doing the RuPaul head. Faye Dunaway doing Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was the, the the bobblehead. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so good. It's perfect. She it was really perfect. she she was so good in this. She really like it was. I think in a moment like that was great because it really just like it was all about kind of her presence. And I think that was obviously a stark contrast to some of these other ones who just it, just didn't have that thing. They just didn't have that thing where they were fully in the role. You know, like. The judges mm. praising half of them for being to- totally committed to the character. And I was like, well, I think really Viv was the most totally committed. And I guess Jinx. Jinx for sure. I, I, there's another nuance I want to bring up uh, for Shay. Because talk about roles that weren't supposed to win. God. Uh, this role was so hard. There was one nuance of Shay's that I just loved. And it's when... The nerdy girl and the goth girl walk in the dorm after Miss Toe 
dies. They're mm-hmm. like back in the dorm room. Mm-hmm. The the nerdy girl walks in with the goth girl, and Shay like waves hi to them. Oh, I kind of remember you talking about. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh, you you guys are my friends. You know, like I'm not with these mean girls that want me to be their friend, right? Right. I, there's just this a whole story that Shay was creating that obviously wasn't in the script that I, I really appreciated. I think Shay had a really hard role, and I think that she did a great job, similar to Jada, of, like, playing the low notes and, like, yep. not being the star. Doing what she had to do. Doing mm-hmm. what she had to do. But, like, finding things, like, in that in that first scene when the nice girls come in and they start singing, and when she turns off the, the boombox and walks mm-hmm. away and says, this is not a musical. And I, I mm-hmm. thought that Shay found some great little character and nuance in there and... um you know, like when she laughed on like, you guys still believe in Christmas? Like she found ways to make the crappy script work. And the fact that like her character had nothing to do. She had nothing to do. Nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, uh, you know, I think Shay was just like, okay, I'm not going to win this week. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh, it really doesn't matter because nobody's going home. You know what I mean? Like let other people shine. I think that's, you know, I don't know. That's a... a, a Different way to watch this season, um, but though we have she to needs talk the wins, I'll say that's the only thing. It's like she she, she does need the wins. Yeah, she needs the ten ten <clears throat> wins. Yeah. Um. So back to Jada, obviously. Sorry, Marys, but uh, Mel, Sister Mary Mel, brought up another. Nobody told her to do that moment, and it's it's when uh what did what do they call it Raj Rajruska Balk um when Scrooge uh is throwing the candy. Mm-hmm. At uh, Evie, Jinx, and Trinity, Jada's like she has her mouth open to catch them, like she's like, uh, like she does she's the porn mouth. Semen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, J- Jada had there was in the scene before. I think in the art class there was an, a little moment I noticed like the second time uh, that I think they were talking about. Um, it was after they were all revealing their paintings and she reveals her Frida oh. Kahlo one and the other girls reveal their Santa ones and Raja flubs turning her painting around, which is my favorite moment. <laughs> it's supposed to be this reveal and she only like half turns it and then turns it all the way. But there's someone talking about like Santa or Satan or something. And I think Noel, Shay's character says, is that true? And then Jada, her, Hannah, she says very quietly, yeah. Like it's very... <laughs> quiet and played in and real and i i was like i can't believe jada they're creating these long long character backstories and thought processes for this very silly stupid 11 minute script right that's just the sign of a winner I, I I will give that credit to Monet. I will give that credit to uh, Jada, to Jinx, to the Vivian, to Shay. Like they they knew that they had a lot to offer just in case. I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean there were. Uh, I will say I noticed on the second watch there are a lot of cuts to Jada's reactions, and yes. obviously that's like like her the feedback that she gets, and she gets some roses during the filming for being very present. And but it, you notice it. You know, they don't cut to Evie's reactions as much. You know what I mean? Mm. They don't cut to even, you know, Trinity as much. But, like, little moments where this, you know, because Jada's character is also, like, pretty insignificant in the story. She's nothing. She's just a friend. And so, like, it's it's interesting to see, like, wow, you you never had a chance to star, to, like, star and shine in this. But, like, if you keep your eye on her, 
It's great. The mirrors on. She's got yeah. the mirrors on. Wait, wait, wait. I, you know, if we go an episode without playing it, then we we lose our, you know, contract. Yeah. Greetings, Earth the mirrors on. Got the mirrors on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another reference uh, from Drag Race history. Well, you got me, gal. Uh, Ginger Minj from All Stars Two. Uh, just an important. I'll always appreciate that. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And that's credit to the writers. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess. Do you want to talk about these looks? You're going to talk about because I have some thoughts on. Okay, I'll just say it. Maybe I only have one thought. Is um, the critiques on the acting challenge before we kind of talk about the looks? Some of the critiques on the performance. I just have to name this. <laughs> I love. I love you, Ross. But like. Ross's feedback to Shay when about like getting figuring out how to do this character. Ross says it wouldn't work if you didn't nail it, and that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard since Celine Dion dedicated a song to all of the parents and all of the children. I'm sorry, that is the dumbest feedback I've ever heard. It wouldn't work if you didn't nail it. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes, honey. Well, you know, it's funny that there's a joke later where RuPaul fucks up a line and then jokes about it with the cast. Uh huh. You know, does someone smell burnt toast? Oh, let me change your battery. Put her in rice. Like, it was just a funny little moment there, which I just love. But uh, very appropriate because the judges are kind of roboting these critiques uh, to mm-hmm. the girls, right? So, it, you know, it, uh, I I'm, I think you saw it on Instagram, but there's the Simpsons Drag Race. Oh my God! Posted that wonderful meme about the fans bitching, like stop critiquing them, you know, and then later bitching, like oh, they're only doing nice critiques. It's when I think school is closed or like the teachers are on strike and Lisa is desperate to be graded. And she's like, Uh please, please just grade me, please. I just need a grade. And Marge like puts an A on a piece of paper and gives it to her. And in this one, it's like, please just critique the queens. Please take down their efforts, please. And then it shows Marge turning a piece of paper on that says, step your pussy up. (laughs) That was exactly. And like, I feel like I'm being one of those fans. I get that. But I think it's like. It's it's not that I want to see the queens being taken down, but like, you know, when when Janixa Bravo is forced to tell Raja, you you knew your camera. Um, <laughs> that was the best that she could give. You knew your camera. Like, Janixa understood that Raja was not good, and she also understood that she wasn't allowed to say that because no one's getting critiqued this season. And I'll tell you, Janixa's face when Raja gets top two, I want to like cut in Monet talking about like I am bald headed and and gagged because it's that it's exactly that what she says in the beginning of the episode of like what? <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> it is so funny. Her her face is just like oh. This is not divine. This is not divine. Absolutely. Yeah, the 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 critiques, hey, uh, I think we just wanted all along. Oh, granted, I can make the argument of like, hey, I am fine with all positive critiques because I don't really care. I have my own thoughts and my own opinions. You know what I mean? Um, and there, nobody's going home. So it doesn't really matter. On a season where people are going home, I don't like to see production getting involved. And that when we hear critiques that are 
you know, unfair or taking girls down or inconsistent with past years or past queens or past challenges or whatever. Uh, it, you know, you get kind of annoyed. You, you get sucked into the reality competition and forgetting that it's a reality show. And so, you know, I, I, I go back and forth. I am on the fence between caring that these are nice critiques always and also not caring. There's something that's just like very campy about it. It's like, okay, yeah, they're just going to say nice things. All right, whatever. Let's see what they say today. I think what what's getting to me is is more that like once we get to the critiques, like I just lose interest because I know that there's not going to be anything nuanced. And so I, I lose interest in the episode and I'm kind of like, I could fast forward from here. And yep, I think it's just right. that of like, I don't need to watch this because I know there's no suspense. There's no kind of like, Oh man, did, did this go well? Did they like that look? Because there's not going to be any variation. And so I think that kind of, that kind of nuance is just lost. And, you know, I mean, even with the runways, I don't, I don't think these, you know, I, I, I feel like in another season, I would, I could see the judges really not liking the picnic blanket over Shay's shoulders. Oh, <laughs> you just call it a picnic blanket? Mary? Yeah, I did. That's yeah, a, that's the kind of blanket that your like your aunt has Costume over the back jewelry. of a Barca lounger. It's a you know, picnic blanket. it's a picnic yeah. blanket. I put it out in the park for the fireworks. Well, I will say I absolutely loved Evie's look. Uh, I was getting Nick Cave sound suit from it. Uh, I just, I thought that the headpiece worked. I thought it was creative. I liked that the knitting needles were kind of like weapons. Uh, and her makeup looked amazing. Uh, and, and I think the critique of her was right on of like, I don't know if other queens could really pull this off like Evie could wear this outfit i just really liked hers um i think evie really evie really came into her own in terms of like you couldn't call this raggedy you couldn't call this rough around the edges like it was very clear Mm -hmm. what she does and i just have to name like rupaul i think the earpiece was shorting out uh as they were feeding her the line don't tell grandma the bathroom rug is couture like talk about oh. stoned. Like oh, I, oh, like I every I word, that. every word was delayed coming through the earpiece, and I have no idea what that read even meant, or that that you know thing even meant. But anyway, well, all I have to say is three words about Trinity's après ski look. I I just want to say it's purple knit, Dolores. Purple knit. It's purple knit, Dolores. Okay. From Sister Act, purple mink, Dolores. It's yours now. You deserve it. Yes, Sister Act. Yes. Oh, oh. Uh, you know, singing's for church. Yeah. Sorry, I went to well, Sister, that's Sister Act, Act too. too. Well, okay. see, that's why I was at. I was at. You know, her house. I was at Rita Louise Watson's house. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, speaking of which, did you see the sibling rivalry tour ad where Monet and oh, Bob yes. do the scene? <gasps> Oh my God, we have to we have to save that for nuance, Mary. It is so perfect. Bob is so good. Monet with the uh, 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 so uh, <laughs> it was great. I I loved it. All right, we will talk about that at nuance. But um, a Trinity's look, Mary, purple knit, Dolores. This I just thought this was amazing. I, yeah, Trinity's. I I really liked it. I thought this in terms of like. 
a, a knitting, you know, themed runway. I thought it was like, yeah, lean in, look very knit and like mm. make this weird juxtaposition work of leopard print and, and purple knit. I, mm. and bring a stuffed animal on the stage, you know, I mean, take that Coco yeah. Montrese. Remember when she brought a teddy bear on, on, on I the do, runway? I do, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. That's I so wish funny. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wish well, I didn't. Uh, yeah. The Vivian also, I think, you know, got the assignment. It was a whole knit gown, which I, I guess is, uh, they call it Blanket Jackson as the designer, but it is based on a real designer who did a knit gown, uh, a white knit gown. Um, so, you know, again, fashion versus drag on the runway. It's just like, well, how much credit then do we give to the Vivian? You know what I mean? But uh, still, yeah, she I looked think- gorgeous. I thought, yeah, I mean, I, and I think Janixa mentioned having a weighted blanket at home. And I, I was like, I, oh, sure. when Viv talked about, you know, this was like 25 pounds. I was like, oh yeah, I have a weighted blanket. It's about 25 pounds. And if I <laughs> walked around with it on my shoulders, which I did, I was like, yeah, this is tough. And it, I think it's, you know, we hear about how painful drag is, but I think if you can get a taste of like, ooh, this is a heavy dress, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, empathy, you know, empathy, Mary. <laughs> No, uh, I um, I loved Monet's look, and I don't know if I yes. fully understand the context, but I love the description that RuPaul gave of, oh, yes, honey, she brought her little sister to school with her. I was like, well, that almost sounds kind of sad. <laughs> she brought her a little... Oh, she, oh, she carried that. her little sister to school with her. Excuse me. Yeah. She carried her little sister. So, like, I don't know. There was... I. I I like the like in the suggestion of the narrative there, but I don't know if I fully get it. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's <laughs> Carol's sister. Whoa, uh, you know, I always love when the queens are able to respond to the judges in real time, almost kind of like a Drag Race Thailand situation. When uh, Ross was like, "How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Monet?" and Monet goes three, uh, like snaps all mm-hmm. around. Um, and with the attitude of this look, she would say something back to them right uh i thought this was a a very creative looking outside of the box way to do this challenge and it it stayed like glamour ghetto of like monet's kind of uh you know her style of drag on the runway uh just so smart yeah monet keeps it at her borough and because sometimes she's brooklyn and sometimes she's queens and you know what yes you're absolutely right they're not separate there you you could flood it from one to the other you know what i mean so um Absolutely. I know that I, mean, I know that must Ridgewood, kill you. Yeah. If if you're in well, sometimes. Um but if well who, who I don't want the guanas to be flooded, Mary. Let's just say that. No. Um, well then come but, to Queens. But, it's like it already is. But, but you know, it's like when you go to Ridgewood, it's like Ridgewood Queens, you're like, yeah. Am I still in Brooklyn? It's just like, uh, what is this, right? Uh which is very Monet. And yeah, I love Monet that. is she's very she, outer borough. Very yeah, she's Ridgewood. She's Canarsie sometimes, you know? Oops. Yep. She's Jackson Heights meets Jamaica, you know? Yeah. Oh, she's uh, big time Jamaica. She's Jamaica meets St. Lucia, you know? Oh, I love this for her. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Jada, I thought, looked adorable. And, you know, I think we can, if there's any other nuanced thoughts, we can save them for nuance. But otherwise, it's like, yeah, they're, the, this cast is continuing to just kill it on the runway every week. Well, I'll just say this about Jada. You know, she brought the big comfy couch to Drag Race, which is not something I, like, grew up with, but I remember it being on, for those of us in New Jersey, WLIW, Channel 21. Yes. Um, I watched the show. Yeah, I, I feel like I, you know, I looked at it if it was on. But um, 
I, I can't remember who, whether this is something that I've heard or this is a conversation that I've had that the the girl in the pig comfy couch, uh, Luna, uh, Luna and Molly, a girl with her dolly, that Luna in real life is like really kinky and is just like a sex pig. And I think oh. this might just be like a narrative that she plays such a wholesome character on TV that she's like – you know, she's she's got like a sex dungeon in her basement at home. But oh, I wasn't sure if there's okay. any truth to that. If anyone else has heard or has that same feeling that Luna is a freak. All right. Well, let us know. Uh, yeah. All right, Mary Pod. On yeah, Instagram. Luna and Molly, a girl in her dolly, sounds like a euphemism to me. All right, Luna. Uh, yeah, the, the runway, uh, it was a great uh, runway. And I liked the challenge, you know, the, the category. Well, it wouldn't work if you didn't nail it. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Uh, I'll, I'll put that on. What is yeah. it? Thank you, Ross. Say? I'll take that I'll on. Take that on. Yes, I'll take, uh, that. take that challenge. You know what I was thinking about uh, recently was in season five when they do the um, "Can I Get an Amen?" and and Coco's mad at Detox and he goes, "Thanks, Detox." Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Thanks, Detox. Thanks, Thanks detox. detox. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is uh, so stu- oh, it's so stupid. It's so, it's so stupid. 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 That's great. Stupid. I think we have it. Stupid. We got it. I think we got it. We got it. Well, I got it. Well, we got uh, it. So the Vivian and Raja lip sync up against each other. Mary, somebody needs to, and by somebody I mean it should be us, put out there all of the moments that a queen has slipped or kind of fucked up during a lip sync and gone on. So not pheromone um, mm. <laughs> and gone on and then edit in that sweet, sweet goose of a judge. That was a nice save. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That was a nice save. That was a nice save. Mary, we need to do it because it it's just deserved at this point. I think of Ariel Versace. She slipped. I think of I feel like Robbie Turner broke a she broke, she broke a light. A, yeah, she broke a, a lamp or a little light there. Um, I mean, you know, K- Kylie Sonique Love yeah. won the season. I was going to say, that's the first one I think of is Kylie is is her doing that. And then that's a nice save. And then Kylie winning. Yeah, that's the edit. I, yeah. I feel like you could do this with Chanel and the wig coming off uh-huh. during Greatest Love of All. And, and the depth nice of that's save. a nice save. That's a nice save. <laughs> Because it was so performed, yeah. Yes, I just, Mary, I think this should be our next kind of post, is just the nice saves suss of all of them race. out. The nice yeah. saves of Drag Race. Yes, that's what we'll call it. The nice saves of Drag Race. Oh my because, God, Akasha. Yeah. Yes, Akasha, Mary. We have to do this. Yeah. We have to do this. This is, this is, this is, this is oh, our moment. Lady Camden. Oh my God. Why did I forget about that one? I know it. It, it's, it, it hasn't it hasn't marinated fully. Season fourteen, sure. it's still in okay. the ether. Um, yes, yes. I mean, Pandora box when she exits, she falls. I mean, there's okay. So I feel it like looks, Silky fell. I feel like probably. during her all of those. <laughs> yeah, she did get yeah. dizzy at one point. I think she got a little dizzy at one point. Yeah, she falls during the one against Nina. I think she like yeah, slips that's, on herself. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, I feel like kimchi at some point. I'm sure we could <laughs> edit in. No, but she did fall a lot. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. Well, and Akasha's wasn't even during a lip sync either. Akasha's was just on the runway. So um, there's I lots of- I feel like we could, I mean, even this season, Monet Exchange, you know, whoop, whoop, nice save. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Jinx's ear falling off. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Mary. Oh, it's we're it's ripe for the picking. Let's do it. The nice the saves, saves of drag, of drag race. race. God. Oh. Nice saves. It sounds like a discount store. Welcome to Nice Saves. <laughs> Looking for a deal? You wanna go to Pound Town, honey? You wanna get a nice you save in Pound Town, honey? Pound Town's oh, wait, nice saves. Wait, but Mary, this is this Pound Town. I know Pound Town is a Pound Town is a Matreon uh, rattle. Exclusive, it's yeah. exclusive. If you want to, if you want to go to Pound Town, honey, you should join us at Patreon.com/slash All Right Mary because we go on Pound Town, honey. Yeah, because it's not the cocksucker residence. No, it's not. They cl- they they moved. They knocked the house down. They had an open plot of land. And they Pound built down. a. They yeah, built Pound, Pound Town. Town. <laughs> and now you know if you want to go Pound Town, honey, just uh, go over there. Yeah, they they got rid of Toontown so they could build. They Pound did Town. so they could put Pound Town. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, this lip sync. I gotta say, Raja killed this, Mary. She really? looked genderless. Yeah, the hair was moving. Oh my god, she found her groove in a way that was like, oh, you're you know how to do this song. And I think playing, doing, you know, super freak and playing, you know, getting to play androgynous, I think was right on her alley. Mm. I, I mean, it has to be mentioned. The air sax was egregious, and no, it's not. I'm not both even blaming the queens. It was both of them, but I also feel like they were they were forced. They, I mean, uh, you, you give them this song and you give them that air sax, and I'm like, you're twisting all of our arms. You're twisting all twisting of our, our arms. Tits. You're twisting, twisting my tits. tits. Yeah. <laughs> you're twisting, twisting my tits. tits yeah, Mary. I I know the air instruments. It, I mean, part of it is to blame for the queens because it's just like, no, don't do it. There's don't other choices. Yeah. Do it. There are air instruments, and we've mentioned this before. Asia O'Hara in a dressing room, doing the drums in a probably a Phil Collins song. Uh huh. They're just perfect, right? Juju be playing the piano. There yeah. are times when it works. But very rarely do air instruments work. I think that's what I was going to say. I think it's the type of instrument, and I think air instruments don't work. Drums, actually, air drums don't really bother me. I think air drums are kind of fun to watch. I think they're kind of cute sometimes. Um, oh, but, yeah, especially when you know which hit and if it's yeah, a symbol and how you hit the symbol. If triangle. they hit the symbol, like Asia's is so funny because she's hitting all the right things. Yes, but, she's hitting different drums. Yeah, and like when, when Juju B did it in season two, like it was at no point did she think she was playing a real piano. She was doing a uh-huh. little thing, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. It's the wind air instruments. Yeah. The wind yeah. ones. Yeah. It's the wind. Saxophones, trombones, trumpets, oboes, it's clarinets. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think that's it. I mean, you know, cause like even like an air, I mean, air guitar is obviously the worst one we know, or it's pretty bad. It's the namesake for it all. But like, that's the ironic thing is air guitar. That's a bracket. What's the worst air instrument? I wonder, Mary, would you cringe as much if they like scatted? Like if they were like mouthing fake words to the the sound of a, you know, oh, a saxophone? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, scat, like we haven't seen a scat lip sync yet. We've seen some shitty ones, but we haven't seen a scat lip sync yet. And I believe Mary's, you know, correct me, but stands to, you know, stands to to reason, you know, maybe, maybe because your mouth is a wind instrument, isn't it? (laughs) It it definitely can be. Could be a lot of hot air in there, you know. Mary, who is your BSA for this episode? 
You know, I uh, I got to give it to her. I think Janixo Bravo really delivered and, and, you know, raised the bar for all of us and did it flawlessly. But I do need to give some roses to both Michelle Visage and Jada Essence Hall. For me... I'm obsessed with Jada. Oh, good. It's her. No, I think that's great. I think that's beautiful. She's so charming. She's so charming. Like last episode, how Jinx kind of carried the episode, uh, like before the challenge, Jada was carrying all of the stuff in the workroom. I I think that she is, I mean, we talked about this weeks back, but like, what if, what if she's the one to watch? What if she won? What if the narrative was, you know, forgotten season 12 COVID queen yes, becomes Mary. queen of all queens? What if that happened? And, and was well like, deserved, well deserved and not expected. And I think that's what's so cool about it is like, no one saw that coming. Well, you know what? I think it would make up for the fact that our, our followers on Instagram didn't. <sighs> Vote her to win Best Actress in a Musical as she made that video in Paris. And, you know, hey, if you can't win the battle, win the war. You love being dumb. (laughs) Just saying. Well, Mary, I've known Brad for nine years. How can she be this gorgeous? After all these years, how could she be this gorgeous? And wait, hold on, before uh, we go, because, you know, we have a contract. Greetings, Earthlings. Got them ears on. Got them ears on, Oh, Mary. my God. Absolutely. I can't wait to get those ears on. The, the In the time capsule, it's just going to be ears for the ears. season. It's just ears. It's a season of ears, you know? Ears. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah. Right? Ears and maybe an Elvira poster. Who's that oh. above your bed? It's Elvira. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> Obsessed. I wonder if that was ad libbed. She's so uncomfortable. She is so physically uncomfortable in those mm. scenes. Do you guys want to see my Halloween decorations? Ugh. Like, and she does that thing where she keeps her elbow close to her body as she uses her arm, which is like classic high school acting. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where you're listen, afraid to project listen, physically. <laughs> listen, 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 Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda, I, I will not stand for this any longer. You're, you ripped apart her runway this week. You're ripping her apart in the challenge. Uh, Raja you called her a pig in a wig. <laughs> you called her a pig in a wig. Raja, 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 Raja. Was so, was, it, it worked on another level, and it also didn't work. I get it. I love Raja. I'm just going to put that out there. I thought her look was fantastic. And yeah, is she the best actress? I think Raja, because she is smart, would just defend it to the end. Hey, I had a good time. What do you give a shit? You know, she's like, what do you, what do you guys know? Well, yeah, I think that she'll stand by it. But I, I just... Um... Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, in, yeah. in the great words of one of my favorite art teachers. Ladies, ladies, knock it off. <laughs> but Michelle, you remember my no, porch. Mary, no, I hate it. I hate it. Well, it's I want to forget going... the goddamn porch. No, you remember it. <laughs> Anyway, Marys, thank you so much for listening. If you have any thoughts on Santa School for Girls, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod, or you can email us at AllRightMary, sorry, AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tastereality.com slash AllRight-Mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. 
And you can find more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance and best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can find All About Pantown, honey, if you join us on Patreon for Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show coming out on Tuesday. Uh, and our only Marys on like uh, just the best and the worst of queer cinema from the past 20 and 30 years. Uh, oh, and so this week, Mary, we're doing Mambo Italiano. So, yeah. Tune in. Tune in. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Um, and that's at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. What is our last chance lip sync this week? Well, given that we're doing a uh, Christmas themed episode in July, I figured let's just keep the, the, uh, the good times coming and let's do Jingle Bells by Barbara Streisand. 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 One of the three. Hello, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. Hello, beautiful. That is a long story that we're not going to get into at the end of the podcast. All right, we'll start it for nuance. We're we'll start it for nuance. nuance. So, yeah. uh, no, okay. are we? No, we're not. Oh no, Jim sorry, no, Mambo Italiano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway. All right, Mary. Tot scenes. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. We're dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. A day or Two ago, I thought I'd take a ride.